53 degrees in Appomattox, Amherst, Salem, and Roanoke, 54 in Danville and Bedford, and 53 in Lynchburg. So the Donald. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he wasted no time in calling out Biden. Oh, on the, f- the, the fence? Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to backpedal a little bit. So okay. I, so remember I called you yesterday about the podcast I was listening to? Yeah, yeah. All right. I love Keith Morrison. You know I love him. Dateline. Dateline. <clears throat> the know. voice of Dateline. Yes, it was a perfect marriage. He, he's got the head of hair of a of a, a sixteen year old. And Makes trim. me ill. I mean, he's trim. Yeah. Fit. I mean, he's just and he's a great storyteller. So good. Yeah. Yes. So there is a podcast called Murder in Apartment Twelve, mm-hmm. and in his interview, he's interviewing the defense attorney. Okay. And the defense attorney is kind of mocking. One of the witnesses, okay. who is the the wife of of his client, who said who they had gotten a divorce, and she's like, you know, he he's a very violent person, um, and he, she detailed some of the things that he did, you right. know, raped her during that. I mean, it was pretty horrible stuff. Right. And uh, and Keith Morrison said, so you're telling me, and he lists everything, and and she's lying about that. And the guy's like, can we take a break? Can we take a break? And and storms off. And oh. Keith comes back and he goes, so we kept the cameras rolling. So right. the guy comes back and goes, this is BS. This is BS. And he's like, what's BS? This, this line of questioning, I'm not going to be on Nancy Grace or anything. Wow. And he goes, look, dude, you can, I'm going to ask the question. You can answer the question however you want to. That's how this works. He said, or you can be a chicken. Yeah. Fill in the blank. S word. Mm-hmm. And, and storm off the set. And I thought, Keith Morrison just said. The bad word? A bad word. <laughs> what on earth is happening? I, I was laughing so hard, I right. almost had to pull the car over. Right. Um, because that's, that is what he was being. I'm waiting for Bi- for Trump to call Biden that. Yeah. You know, yeah. really? Now you're going to, now that your people are, are upset. Yeah. And now, now you're going to do this. He's got mayors of some rather large cities and now some oh governors gosh. have come out. Oh, yeah. So you got to do something, bud. Of course, they're trying to blame the Republicans, which we know is bull. I know. I mean, the gun is still in his hand and there's smoke coming out of the barrel and you're blaming the guy next to him that doesn't have a weapon. I mean, it's it's so silly. Former President Trump said the Biden administration is only citing the immediate need to build a border wall because Biden is watching the United States being invaded by illegal migrants, warning that terrorists are already inside our country. Absolutely. The Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, on Wednesday said, quote, this is the guy who has repeatedly said the border was secure. Right, right. Repeatedly. Yep, yep. We got him on tape doing it. Yes. Said, quote, there was an acute and immediate need to waive dozens of federal laws in order to build a border wall in Uh, South Texas, uh. where illegal migration has surged since this president came in. DHS justified the move due to high illegal entry. More than 250,000 migrant encounters have been recorded in the Rio Grande Valley sector this year alone. And then you can go to their press conferences and hear Jean-Claude Pierre Van Damme, whatever her name is, saying um you know I'm, I'm not going to address this this has been addressed and right. and we're we're trying to make serious reform right we don't need freaking reform we need to secure our borders absolutely. we're either sovereign or we're not absolutely um trump says finally biden sees our country as being invaded what's he going to do about the 15 million people from prisons and mental institutions and insane asylums and terrorists that have already come into our country yep 
The number of people arrested in 2023 between ports of entry by Border Patrol at the southern border who are on the FBI's terror watch list has hit a new record this year. Mm -hmm. 151 arrests in physical year 23 compared to 98 in 22 and 15 in 21. Mm -hmm. There have been 505 people encountered by Customs and Border Protections Offices of field operations. The watch list, officially called the Terrorist Screening Data Set, is the government's database which contains sensitive information on terrorist identities. If this is how many they've arrested, how many more have gotten in? Yep. I mean, it's crazy. I hope to get an interview next week. Uh, We've had Walt call in before, and I had a long conversation with uh, our friend Marco Galbraith last week, and we were talking about the 75,000 people that were really really bad hombres as mm-hmm. trump calls them mm-hmm. that are in our country and um and you know marco we've had marco you've heard marco for years on this program he is not a a, a you know an aluminum tin foil guy hat yeah no. but he is he is saying look guys you don't realize w- who is in our country? What's coming in now? What's and, here? And, and how they could literally and I, and we've said it on this show, right? And we've tried we've to warn said it you. For Do years. not be surprised if we wake up one morning and there's been some kind of a mass attack, and it may not be with bullets. It right. may be something totally different, right? But these people are in I strategic suspect, places all over our nation. I expect it would be our electric grid, right? Um, I, probably, which would, would be devastate what it, us. what it is, and probably in the winter time. Yeah, uh, it would devastate. I, I'm, us. I'm guessing. Um, Trump said, what has happened to our country? Biden administration needs to go back to Trump policies, reinstate remain in Mexico, Title 42. Mm-hmm. He has to do all the things that we were doing. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, Trump campaign spokesperson said, uh, President Trump is always right. I don't know about that, uh, but he was right about this. That's why he built close to 500 miles of powerful new wall on the border it would have been finished by now. Right. Instead, Biden turned our country into one giant sanctuary for dangerous criminal aliens. The comments come after the Department of Homeland Security posted an announcement Wednesday night, which outlines construction in Stark County in the Rio Grande Valley sector. Mm-hmm. Mayorkas says he's using his authority provided by Congress to waive 26 federal laws. Well, good for you. Where have you been the yeah, last two years, been, you idiot? You, you've been AWOL, you, you mm, yeah. oh, asshole, ask which is our word of the day yesterday. It's it's a word, A-S-K-H-O-L-E. Don't, don't think you're saying something else. Okay. Um, Customs and Border Protection spokesperson said that the project is consistent with DHS's plan to fulfill the requirements of Biden's proclamation, which ended the diversion of funds for border wall for military projects or other sources while calling for the expenditure of any funds Congress appropriated for barrier consistent with their appropriate purpose. What on earth are we doing? This is absolute insanity. Do they think we're all asleep at the wheel like they are? We're not, people. Government, we are not. And I know, I, I know that there are going to be people out there who are going to say, well, see, he built Biden, the wall. B- Biden built the wall. He's doing everything he can to secure our burden. Right. And that's what I snapped like a twig, Your Honor. And that's why I'm here in front of you today. 
Well, and you know what he'll say? Justifiable. That's what he's going to say. Right. Boom, boom. Right. Yeah. I don't have a gavel. I need one. You need to, people, you need to understand that not only did the Biden administration still pay the companies the money they were making because they were under contract to build the wall. They paid him the money to not build the wall because it was under contract. And then they started, they do. They started wholesaling the metal to metal companies. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. Pennies on the dollar. And and now they're going to say, well, don't take that section in Texas. We're going to build the wall to make ourselves look like we're the heroes. You're anything but it's, a hero. It's ridiculous. It oh, is, it makes me so angry. It's the ultimate gaslighting. It really is. It really it's is. It's the prime example They've of it. They've gaslit the whole nation. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know about that, but there's a different brouhaha coming, and it's all about the coffee in church. No so, way. Yeah. A, a pastor's viral post has kind of sparked a... A coffee debate of sorts. We'll come are, back and are, talk are about that. Are we not that. allowed now to drink coffee? Well, he absolutely. But this Minnesota pastor says, do we really have to drink coffee in this sanctuary? Could we bring a little bit of reverence back to our worship We're services? We'll, we'll talk about it when we come back. 715. The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions. So they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. And apparently in the sanctuary, too. (laughs) A Minnesota pastor's viral post about people drinking coffee in church kind of set off a fiery debate about the subject john piper is a pastor in minnesota yes i like john piper and uh on saturday he put on twitter can we reassess whether sunday coffee sipping in the sanctuary fits Mm. let us offer any quoted from hebrews let us offer to god acceptable worship with reverence and all Mm mm-hmm but it says right there, he brews. What's he brewing? Probably coffee. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean. No, I get accurate. it. I think it's a great play on words. Just saying. Um, some And people were weighing in on it. Apparently, right. they like having their coffee in the sanctuary. Well. Um, one person said, I think we have bigger fish to fry, John. Personally, I'm in awe. God puts me with, uh, with at all. It, I'm in awe God puts up with me at all. Mm, okay. Sunday through Saturday, wrote one yeah. responder. Uh, another said, there is a valid principle to consider here whether or not you agree with this particular application. Those with a heart and concern for reverent worship and holiness should take some time to consider the principle. Well, I, I've told you we're going you know, to Rivermont Press now, and it's a reform press church. And mm-hmm. we are, as a matter of fact, our study of worship was the book Reverence and Awe. Okay. And what they try to do before the service starts is they, they have a prelude 
And and that's when they're asking everybody just to be quiet for the, you know, the next five, right. eight minutes while that prelude is going on, whether right. it's somebody playing the piano or choir singing, bell choir, whatever. Yeah. And to set the tone for the worship. So, I mean, I, mean, I get it. Because, I mean, you, you, want, know, the, you want to have people comfortable. comfortable you, you, to, you, okay, stop that. I will smack you. <laughs> I will do it. Um, we want to have people come as they are, yeah, I think. Sure. Um, but that doesn't mean you got to stay that way. Right. You <laughs> That's know? a good point. I mean, you, you may roll up in there in flip-flops and right. a T-shirt, but at some point you might want to. We're, we're supposed to give our best. Right. That's yeah. what we're supposed to give, our, mm-hmm. our best. You wouldn't show up to a date dressed like that, would right. you? Well, you might, but it, it probably But you probably wouldn't date. get a second date. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of the way I, I look at it. Sure. One Roman Catholic priest responded, who's drinking coffee during mass? <laughs> well, you know, we learned if it's in Latin, you can't understand anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, each tradition has its own rules, of course. Uh, canon 919 of the Code of Canon Law states that those who will be receiving communion must fast from all food and beverages other than water for at least one hour prior to reception. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people were, uh, one person said, I will not tolerate the concept of drinking coffee during a church service. I'm shocked at all of you. Just shocked. I think that was sarcastic. <laughs> Don't think they meant that. Uh, another person said, worship is about the community coming together. So yes, coffee absolutely fits. Hospitality is a gift from above. Well, okay. How about this? You know, when they, this is going to, I'm going around the world to get here, okay? All right. So, because we are the world. Oh, boy. <laughs> when Quincy Jones brought all those huge egos yeah, into that in one, one room, room, there was a sign over the door walking into the studio, and it said, check your ego at the door. Yeah. And and Hey, and, we need that in Congress. <laughs> but I'm thinking, Maybe check your coffee, it. your glass of coffee, your cup yeah. of coffee, whatever here. Um, it, it stays on this side of the door. Come on, let's give let's give God at least the one hour where we can concentrate. Yeah, and you can. I mean, you can give up for an hour. Come on. Uh, one person said, "I sip coffee in the sanctuary. It keeps my mind sharp and ready to receive the word. I see no problem with it as long as it's not a distraction." Apparently, it's a distraction to John Piper. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Reverend Hans Fine, pastor of Prince of Peace Lutheran Church in Missouri, is not a favor of church mm. attendees drinking coffee. Okay. While the vast majority of Lutherans I know are coffee lovers, I know of very few who would ever think of bringing a cup into the sanctuary during the divine service, he said. I'm curious what you all yeah, think. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just thinking that myself. 866-916-3776. That's how you can talk to us. Tales. And we, we're not going to be belligerent. No. Usually. Uh, or you can text us, 434 Dale says, uh, no coffee in church. It's the devil's drink. That is what they called it. The devil's brew. Yeah, when it first yeah, yeah. came out. Yeah, that yeah, is that's what right. It was we called. had that story. Uh-huh. When we, when we were uh, celebrating <laughs> Coffee Week, that's what they, they called it, the devil's brew. Uh, do you think it should be okay to sip coffee in church? Yeah. Um, Chris Steele is a pastor in Texas. He said that in his parish... Coffee seems to be the eighth sacrament. <laughs> oh, wow. All righty. Wow. Uh, Episcopalians don't have formal rules in place regarding fasting before the reception of communion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a broad spectrum of practices. Some people do fast, but it's personal. Okay. I, I, 
The debate over coffee in church is a complete non-starter for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, also known as okay. AKA the Mormons. They were against caffeine for years. Well, coffee is strictly forbidden yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like not just not yeah, just, just in church. Right. All the time. I heard they gave a pass for Coke. Did you ever hear that story? Mm-hmm. You weren't even allowed mm-hmm. to drink Coke. No, as a you weren't. Matter of fact, when we went to Hawaii mm-hmm. and we went to the Polynesian Culture Center, which is wonderful. Right. And I noticed when we were there that it was only like Sprite, mm-hmm. ginger ale, right. things like that. And um, no coffee, no tea. No, and and I, I finally said, wait a minute, I'll bet. I bet they're Mormon right. because the Mormons came in. Hawaii was one of the places that they went to okay. on missionary work. And they were one of the first churches to go into to the islands. Okay. Yeah. Far from heaven is a, uh, I think it's called far from heaven or the other side of heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it talks about that. Okay. It talks about one of the first missionaries that, that went there. And uh, sure enough, as we were going through the tour, it was started by, the Mormon Church. So there God's, was no caffeine. God is calling us to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> sure he is. Oh no, when they were going, it wasn't a it wasn't a right. Fancy it wasn't. Trip. It wasn't the you know, no. So uh, well, it seems like a lot of people then. don't think coffee belongs in church. Okay, all right. Now, um, at our church, they ask you to if you have to bring something in to only bring water. Okay, yeah. Or like you know, if it's for your yeah, baby because someone wants something. to stay hydrated or whatever, yeah. Right, you'd have a, a well. Bottle. As we know, coffee doesn't hydrate; it actually dehydrates. Is what right. I've been told. But you, you know, um, they try to keep the sanctuary nice. If you spill yeah. coffee, it's it stains on the carpet. fabric. It's yeah. it's going to stain, mm-hmm. and and so I think that's why a lot of churches probably yeah. do it. Not to mention this constant getting up in the middle of the service for potty breaks. Right, you know, there is that uh, too. It's the coffee, but apparently he did he did set off a firestorm. I kind of got into one yesterday because I wanted to know if I was the only person that this drove crazy. The DoorDash commercials. Oh. The DoorDash yeah, we commercials were try to find that. with the doorbells. Right. It sets my dogs off right. in a way that I cannot even explain to you. And we don't even use a doorbell at our house. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how they know what a doorbell sounds like. Right. But in the new DoorDash commercial, they play a door. I bet they ring a doorbell eight ten times really in it and so i was like i can't be the only person there are multiple threads on okay. social media saying can we please stop with the doorbell rings in commercials one person said i intentionally boycott any commercial that has a, a doorbell doorbell in it that one that's not it yeah it's not it okay. um, well, they rang the doorbell but they said we have a running list of businesses we will not use in our household simply due to their use of doorbells and ads especially huh. the excessive multiple doorbells on doordash commercials okay yeah uh they also went on to say they chastised the radio industry they said the worst are police sirens and radio spots mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure they're illegal now but for a while i wanted to kill everyone in advertising when I used to be driving around and I would hear that. You hear it in podcast. Okay. You'll have um you'll be listening to your car and you'll hear sirens if as they're telling the story. Right. So I don't know if it's illegal or not. They say the same thing for radio ads with car horns. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently it's not me. It's not just me. There are a lot of people who Wow, are not I just happy. saw the Reddit. Yeah. It, Holy that, cow. I can't even they're read that. They're pretty those. upset. Yeah. They are pretty upset. They're potty mouthed about it wow. too. 
Holy cow. And apparently the cat people are upset that uh, the Chewy commercials are dedicated mostly to dogs. Really? Yeah. I will say, I think I have a neighbor who has um, bought stock in Chewy. Okay. <laughs> we have a we have a little building now that all of our packages are dropped off for the neighborhood. Right. So that the you know crazy UPS driver doesn't yeah. kill all our dogs and exactly. children. So uh, <laughs> so we built that and and I went in to check the building to see if we had any packages, and I'll bet you there were twelve Chewy boxes. Really? Yes. Wow, you guys have a lot of. Uh... Well, we do well, have a na- we do have a cat lady in the mm-hmm. neighborhood. Oh, okay. I think a couple of those were tidy cat. Oh, were they okay? Boxes, but gotcha. I was like, man, you are like buying stock and chewy, or at least you should. <laughs> so, well, we'll try know. to find that commercial because there's I'm several. I'm sure they know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's several DoorDash. Um, I also want to hear Salty's call to. Um, okay, you Tom did Sullivan. We got a bunch of texts about that. Okay, you told me that that text came in around. 545 545 is when our text came it started coming in saying salty for speaker okay i that helps narrow that's how i assumed he was on tom sullivan because it's a three-hour show let me see if i can find that yeah during the break for speaker all right we'll have some breaking news coming out of the our our news break here in a minute by (laughs) the way kimberly mcbroom here now with us from wdbj7 she'll have the news showing up good afternoon kimberly (laughs) stop I thought, you know, she and I had something going, you know? Well, she, she's been dropping the ball on you this week. I don't know. Well, she said the IT uh, person has, has been off this week. So it's kind of messed up some of that stuff. So. Sure. Sure, that's what it is. Of course. I'm we ta- call that an ID10T error in our house. <laughs> I'm talking to the IT guy right, right now. Hi, Mark. How you doing? Doing fine. How are you? 53 in Amherst and 54 in Appomattox. Get used to those temperatures. Okay, I need a, I need a minute to pull it over. It looks like uh, that's going to be around for a while now. Okay. All right. So. Um, if you can take that first story, I, I yeah, think I got I've got it. salty over the network here. i got to do a little editing during this. All right. I was uh, I was taking a look at the 10-day, you know, because we were talking about the 100-mile yard sale going on right, right. this weekend. Uh, according to the 10-day forecast, it's really going to be quite nice. I think. I mean, for me, some of y'all are going to be annoyed, but that's okay. Uh, 66 is the high on Saturday, 61 on Sunday, six, uh, 65 and on Monday. Okay. So, and overnight lows around the cold point is going to be 40 on Sunday, looks okay. like, overnight lows. So, I, you know, it's it's a little bit chilly, Okay. but it's okay. Powerball jackpot, Janet. Yeah. Apparently, you didn't play last night. I did not. 1.4 billion now. Wow. No matches of all the numbers. Uh, so the winning numbers for those keeping score at home, 9, 35, 54, 63, 64. And guess which number was the Powerball, the red one? Mm-hmm. Number one. Oh, wow. What are the chances? Who's going to pick that? I know. I know. Nobody. Nobody, apparently. So uh, it continues on. It'll probably be up to... Maybe closer to $1.7 billion by then. Uh, just interesting how this thing works out. I think they gave the cash buyout right now. Uh, if you took the cash prize and won last night, your cash prize would be $643 million, million which is not a bad you know, day's work. Um, that's a lot of taxes, buddy. Yeah, That would uh, have to come out, but... Uh, that doesn't include Virginia would get their portion, too. But that's the yeah, Don't look at that too close. Yeah. 
So. Loudoun County residents gathered overnight Thursday to snag one of 300 spots on the Housing Choice Voucher Program wait list. As of 5 a.m., 50 people were waiting in line. The wait list will open at 8.30 outside the Department of Housing and Community Development located on Catechism Circle, southeast. New Virginia Minority organizers said the housing voucher program will be open to any family that has at least one family member, adult or child, with citizenship. This is a great advance on a housing issue, said the leader organizer, Isamar Ortega. We know that there is much to do. We must continue advocating for an increased budget for the development of fair and dignified housing options for all. The local waitlist preferences are listed in priority. Here they are. Applicants with a disability, older adults over 62 and head of a household, families or homeless using a HUD definition, persons who meet all other qualifications for the HCV program and who live or work in Loudoun County. All applicants who meet all other qualifications for the HVC program who live or work in the Commonwealth of Virginia. That's the second one. The third one, all other eligible applicants who are residents of the United States, uh, families and individuals with disabilities or older adults. And then number four, uh, the fourth wait, wait list preferences, single occupants who are not disabled and who live or work in Loudoun County or elsewhere in Virginia and otherwise meet all qualifications for the HVC program. I suspect they won't even get to that one mm, if they only yeah. have 300 spots. Household income must be at or below 50% of the area median income for an applicant to be eligible. So there you go. Yeah. 50 uh, people in line at 5 a.m. Yeah. Imagine those will go quick. Yeah. Okay. Um, where did you want to place that? Just out of a break. Oh, okay, okay. Nope. Just just making sure. Jan and I, you know, we don't just sip our coffee like they do in church right. during the break. Right. We are scrambling for other stuff to keep everything well, fresh. Well, you found Salty's. I, I did, and I hope I found the right place. I, I can't say for sure, but... So he called into Tom Sullivan yesterday. Apparently, and there were texts you said we, on our... We walked into text this morning. Apparently, right. they were listening to Tom, and they heard Salty, and they were, and they were texting. So we went from that yeah benchmark because of yeah that. to find it so i think i got the right part edited here that's right so yes well jordan is very I, I good at all. what he does yes yeah, i love it I, I, I do have an alternative motive i i'm willing to be the speaker of the house uh and i'm, oh. I'm willing to shave my beard uh i'm willing to wow. go uh to the to the well uh not in my overalls i'm not going to pull a john <laughs> fetterman i will go in a suit oh wow uh, uh tom and uh, try to <laughs> well be a stand in the speaker of the house until we can get this thing settled down because they i can tell you one thing they go ain't gonna mess with old salty it's true i tell you jim jordan never wears a suit coat and i find it hilarious well, uh yeah. but so yesterday yeah. when when they were having the big debate back and forth about Kevin McCarthy's the best thing ever. Kevin McCarthy's a bum. Kevin McCarthy's a good... They were back and forth. Guess what? Jim Jordan showed up. He was wearing a suit. Oh. Jim Jordan was wearing a suit. All right. I'm just going to put this out there. Okay. I don't know if Salty's listening, but Salty, your camo suit doesn't count. (laughs) I mean, just so you know, I've only seen Salty in a suit one time. Okay. Yeah. And that's when we were doing a 25th... Oh, maybe he wore it to one of the shows. But it, yeah, 
I don't think the camo suit's going to cut it. So you might have to get an actual suit. Okay. Have your people call my people, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see if we can't work that. You'll probably salty as Speaker of the House. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Oh, well, you know, I, that's why we had all the text saying, where do I sign a petition to right. get salty in as oh, Speaker Lord. of the House? <laughs> Well, I think it could work. Maybe anything is uh, is possible at at this point. So yeah, with anyway, the, the, with so, the Henderson clan, as he's being sworn in, uh, would you be willing to make some some kind of special meal at his in, inauguration? I'll cater his whole you know winning party, his victory party. Okay, I'll do it. All right. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Now, this weekend, we told you, high temperatures only in the 60s, overnight lows mm. in the 40s. That means it's soup time. It's time yeah. to fire up the old soup pot. This is a very cozy autumn wild rice soup. Okay. That I think you'll enjoy. You're going to start by combining uh, vegetable stock, some wild rice, mushrooms, garlic, carrots, celery, some sweet potato, some onion, bay leaf, and some old bay seasoning. And you can do this in your Instapot. That's how I like to, to do it, is okay. in my Instapot. Uh, and you stir it briefly to combine. And then you're going to pressure cook it. Now, if you're doing it in your uh, on on stovetop, you can certainly do that. But you're just going to cook that until everything gets nice and tender. Uh, it couldn't be easier. And, and then you're going to be adding some coconut milk at the end. I do recommend that you use the coconut milk. And for those of you who are like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like that. It's very good. Uh, and you can also put some kale in at the end. Uh, then you need to taste it and see if it needs maybe some extra Old Bay or some salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're doing it on the stovetop, just saute the vegetables first and then put in the vegetable broth and uh, and then cook it on your stovetop and then add in some of the other things after you simmer it. Nice. Uh, it's a delicious recipe. You serve it up with a nice uh, crusty loaf of bread. We're not really big on vegetarian dishes but we do have some that we really enjoy right this one falls in that category okay it's cozy autumn wild rice soup and if you want to see the recipe just go to facebook type in janet's five and dine you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share it's brought to you by fnl market memorial avenue lynchburg where their meats are a cut above before you fire up the coffee maker turn on the morning jam with janet and mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. So we do have some life hacks for you today. Uh, this one is life hacks as far as your, you know, your personal life. Okay. Uh, this is from Best Life Online. And one of the suggestions they have is if you're wanting to change some bad habits, Make sure you're only doing one at a time, one month at a time. Studies show that's how you're going to be the most productive. So you know how some people yeah they try to do too much. They try to do it all. Like right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a diet and I'm gonna start working out in the gym and right. I'm gonna do it. And then they just give up on, on everything. On everything. If right. you're deciding you want to change something about your life for the better, 
uh, instead of revamping an entire part of your life at once, uh, do it one thing at a time and do it one month at a time. So, for example, uh, if you want to stop multitasking, Mm -hmm. uh, then, then that's what you need to attack that and then after you get in that habit then move on okay. to the next one what is it 30 to 45 days to learn a habit i think it, kind of before embedded. it becomes a habit yeah. yes yeah gotcha yeah 866-916-3776 i think this is our first official endorsement other than all the texts that we've been getting for salty first speaker of the house good morning <laughs> go. yeah yeah guys i want uh i would love that uh, I'm, i fully endorse salty <laughs> Or speaker to hell, and uh, I hear you know, he's I got a, to thinking like here he's a populist. Like, there you go. Yeah. He's a yeah, he is a populist. He's a blue collar guy, so uh-huh. possibility yeah. is there that he's a populist. But and um, I just wanted to say I got to thinking last night. The news media is making like us the Republicans did. Uh, Kevin McCarthy went along with the Democrats, gave them a lot of what they wanted, and he went. He got along with them, and he was trying to help them out. And then they, they all, call that reaching across them, the aisle. Yeah, but every single one of them stabbed him in the back and didn't vote for him. Not one single Democrat. They all were lockstep in this cult mm-hmm. thing where they can't think out of the box. See, I can think out the box. I can say I hate, you know, Mitt Romney or, you know. But I that's can, how they I win. The that's how they win is they stay in lockstep. Yeah. True. The, the Republicans the can't do that. Get along. They tried to get along. He tried to get along. With them and of course they, they did. Well, <clears throat> well, the thing in my mind with Democrats is they always play the long game. Right. They're hoping for the most right wing Speaker of the House they can get. Yeah. So they can keep pounding that drum. Yeah. That everybody foams at the mouth and mm-hmm. everything, you know, this, that, and the yeah, other. Yeah, they don't want concession. They don't want it to appear like that they're trying to get along with other right. people. They want that yeah, chaos. Yeah, they didn't uh, they didn't like they didn't like Tulsi Gabbard. They didn't like Robert Kennedy. He's getting ready to leave the party. Yeah. If you think out the box, they don't like you. So I, I'm just like, what are That's we going to do? Saying. We're at an impasse. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? We're at an impasse. So. Well, yeah, absolutely. And and if we don't start, thanks for calling. If we don't start, uh, the the conservatives staying in lockstep. Yeah. Um, I would highly suggest the interview look, I, with. I'm not saying that he didn't need to be spanked right. with some of his decisions. Sure, but do you have to play this out in front of the whole world? Right, and is one, there not a way for you to? And you that know, rule they put in place with one person could kick him out. That was stupid. Yeah, that was stupid. You know, yeah, that, and they need to change that rule. I would highly suggest Chris Steyerwalt. The interview that Megyn Kelly did with him yesterday, he's brilliant mind, whether you like him or not, because he called Arizona early, and that was a big controversy on Fox News in 2020. The guy is a stinking genius. People make mistakes. Don't throw somebody out just because of that. He he understands the Trump voter, and he understands what's going on, and he talks about what if, and we had it in the intro of our show, mm-hmm. what if for some reason, you know, we've got Nikki Haley just goes past donald trump yeah and and she wins for some just let's just say she does and he said do you think the trump voters are going to say well that was a good hard hard fight now we can get behind the nominee no way in hell no no way they said as a matter of fact he says they will burn in hell before they vote for nikki haley you know the trumpers are the trumpers and that's it they see nothing beyond donald trump yeah and which is sad because you have to think about the long game and that's where democrats beat us every time yeah they do you know they do. They, they no understand how the that. game works. We don't. We're still like, do you get four plays after fourth down? Yeah, we're still playing T-ball. Right. 
And they're playing major leagues. You're right. Uh, yeah. So, so it's, it's it's a little nutty out there. Or, or playing a different game altogether. altogether. They're like playing football right. or playing t-ball. Right. So there's that. <laughs> uh, George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley mm-hmm. is uh, calling Letitia James an absolute embarrassment. Now that's the judge or the uh, attorney general of New York yes. that's going after him. Yep. Who made it her campaign promise that I will right. end Donald Trump. Yep. As part of her running for that position. Turley told Hannity that uh, he had previously criticized James mm-hmm. while she was running for office in 2018 right. after she made such boasts and pledges about litigiously pursuing Trump, right. which should never be allowed. No, it shouldn't. Turley said he previously wrote about his reservations, that there were serious ethical problems with a prosecutor really trying to secure an office on a pledge to nail one person. Mm-hmm. He called James's promises a trophy pledge hmm. to bag her quarry. Wow. Turley noted James was never previously described exactly which criminal or civil offenses Trump will be charged with. In a montage of clips played by Hannity, James previously referenced threats to fundamental rights, Trump's abuses, and an interest in finding whether the then president, quote, laundered money. Oh, no, she's got the wrong president. Right, exactly. He's talking about the current occupant. Yeah. Not mentioning what he might be charged with, James said. I'm just going to charge him with something, Turley added. Hmm. That should be an embarrassment to the entire New York bar, he said. That is weaponizing law right Alvin there. Bragg should be an embarrassment. In his case, in my view, just ridiculous. It barely holds together. Mm-hmm. The cases brought by James and Bragg, the New York County District Attorney, are essentially the recreational use of the laws to pursue unpopular persons. That's a great line. Recreational use. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Well, they said Bragg's 32 indictments were one indictment rehashed like you do a remix tape of the same song. It was a rehash of the same offense 31 different ways or whatever. Which is ridiculous. He underlined that he was not particularly analyzing the merits behind any of the flawed real estate valuation allegations or questions about bank filings, but simply the, quote, selective isolation of Trump and the Trump organization. Hmm. James has also expressed little interest in pursuing Democrats or liberal businesses accused of similar conduct and has instead chosen to launch litigation against the National Rifle Association. Of course. She's really developed a signature that she will use all the levers of her office to go against a political opponent. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, this is stuff you see in other countries. Exactly. This is not stuff you see here. Right. Banana Republic. Right. On the subject of the actual allegations against Trump, in particular those surrounding the valuation of Mar-a-Lago, Turley said that New York State has a unique law that does not require intent to defraud or loss of money by financial institution. All right, here's where I'm willing to stand with that. If if Donald Trump would have leveraged his properties and then defaulted on the loan, which he did not. Right. All those monies were paid back and everybody was happy. Right. The banks aren't in this. The banks aren't the ones complaining. You know, I mean. She, well, he said under the New York law, you don't have to cost anyone a dime for James to demand what is called disgorgement of profits. And that's what she's arguing for. Right. She's literally using a nuclear option, which I can't understand. Right, right. Because she's all out. Right. She's all out for this. Just and, rabid. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, talking about foaming at the mouth, yeah. she is. Oh, yeah. 
It's yeah. just disgusting. But it, it's very interesting to see, you know, somebody of this caliber willing to come out and, <clears throat> and criticize her. And you don't I, uh, think they'd go after an average Joe who doesn't have the money to defend themselves? Well, and they destroy people using the, our legislative system as a as a uh, a means to punish someone right. or weaponizing yeah. our legal system should be highly punishable. Sure. But it's not. Right. We see lawyers do it all the time. Right. Yeah, In I some, mean, I, I I have a friend whose husband is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. They have gone through a divorce. Mm-hmm. He he said to her to her face. I may have to pay you alimony. I may have to pay you child support, but I'll get every dime of it back because I will keep you in court hmm. constantly. I don't have to pay. He doesn't. He's, he See, represents a, himself. In my mind, that's evil. It is evil. It's yeah. absolutely evil. Yeah. But he knows how to work that system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's going broke just trying to keep her children because he's threatening to take her children. Right. It's wrong. Jeez. And it's always wrong. Yeah. And there are examples of male lawyers doing it, female lawyers mm-hmm. doing it. Right. And, you know, judges aren't calling it out. Uh, it, it blows my mind. There is a judge that you will face someday that is. That will call it yeah, out. The, and you, you, you living off that vendetta, living off that energy, mm-hmm. you think? Oh. There, there's going to be a price to pay. Oh, and this guy plays the Christian card all the time. Right. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's even a double win. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, it's doubly I, I, bad. I couldn't believe it when I, when I heard it. I mm-hmm. thought, because, you know, when you hear he said she said you're like you know really but no No. so that in my mind are some of those and i thought about this for a long time i I don't ever want to fall into this you know you did this this and this in my name and he's going to say i never knew you Mm -hmm. you know that that was and i don't you know and i and i and i don't think i don't believe i'm in that camp because i I know my heart and i know i know my heart is desperately wicked like it says in jeremiah who can know it only god can but you know i'm i'm not in that camp because God knows that I've done things out of a, out of a pure motive, sure. not to destroy, but to lift up other people, yeah. especially with the gospel. And but there are those people, Janet. You and I know them. Oh yeah. That, that that my fear is that day they will they will hear the Lord say, "Yeah, I never knew you. I never knew you." That is like that will, is like well done, good and faithful right, servant. That is the gavel. Once that gavel slams, you're done. You are done. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now is the time, and I've told this to people, Janet, for years, you, you can only know the Lord the way that we get to know him in this life. It's different in the next life. And now it's time to get your house in order, people. And I, and I include myself mm-hmm. with that. Get your house in order and do what it takes to keep your house in order. And, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. All right. We uh, got to get to the top of the news headlines we've got cbs and bill trafiro from the roanoke news desk is on the way and we've got more stories that we haven't even touched on this morning <laughs> Woo!